0: Welcome to season two of the One and Done podcast, where we are dedicated to making young people successful in business early in life. We're recording today from the Rollo Insurance Studio in College Station, Texas. Let's get it started. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the One and Done podcast. We are very excited to kick off our 2022 campaign uh, with Mr. Nate Brown. He's an account manager with Salesforce, former college athlete. And the host of the GoPro podcast, Nate. Welcome to the show.
1: Hey, Jackson, one and done family. Appreciate you guys having me on. I'm excited for for what's in store today.
0: Absolutely. You know, I was excited to get Nate on. Actually, uh, with one of our former guests uh, connecting us, said that we both do a podcast very similar to each other. After getting to know Nate and his podcast, I'm very excited to share with you guys as another resource out there doing the exact same thing. We're we're very excited to share. Um, our messages together. So, Nate, first thing I want to do is I want to talk a little bit about your podcast. We'll get into the details of what you do and what makes you successful here in a minute. But tell me a little bit about GoPro. What uh, What is the podcast and what made you want to start that?
1: Yeah, no, great question, Jax. And I just feel honored to be on this podcast because I, after doing some research, I saw whether we have a similar goal in mind to, to help and support uh, college athletes. But GoPro um, stands for gratitude, objectivity, plans, relationships, and options, all of the things that um, I had to encompass in making my transition. And once I made that transition into my greater purpose and passion after I got done, um, I just found a a passion to wanna help out some of my other other colleagues and also other teammates who were going through a similar transition, um, but just needed the right guidance on how to apply some of the skills that they already had, like determination, grit punctuality, being able to make meetings on time, all those things that you learn from your sport, being able to uh, apply those into the workplace. And so that's kind of how GoPro got birthed. And here we are today.
0: Absolutely. Very similar to what we do here on the One and Done, right? Just sharing stories of what makes people successful. I love your your approach and focusing on the athlete. Obviously, we have a we have a sport background uh, here as well on the One and Done. So tell us a little bit about what someone can expect when they're listening to an episode of, of GoPro and uh, what your target is.
1: Man, uh, that's a great question. So, just I just kind of rattled off a couple of uh, headlines on, on episodes we've recently done. Um, one was humble over hype, um, where we sat down with their CEO, and that that's kind of a big, a big campaign that's going on. If you see the wristbands, the sweatshirts, that that sort of thing, um, you know, hype enough to know that you're great, but humble enough to know that you know God or, or your passion is greater than that. So that's one episode we recently did. Another. Seven skills you can transfer from sports to business, um, knowing exactly what benefits you have as an athlete and how to apply those into the workplace. Um, another one we did is three ways to fail forward in life. You know, taking that approach of a lesson, not a loss in every aspect of your life, I feel like is paramount. Um, and, and one of the, the biggest takeaways that I took from, from one of my favorite coaches when I was playing. So that's just kind of high level. But we tackle finances. We tackle relationships. Like, what does that look like? Once you get done playing and, and your fan base has kind of jumped to a different bandwagon. So uh, all of those things we uh we typically try to cover. And we're also open to suggestions out there from for any uh, additional additional ask from uh, from our public. So
0: well, that's awesome. And uh, you available on every platform?
1: Yeah. So well, right now, um, Apple Podcasts and Spotify is, is what we're primarily on.
0: Awesome, man. Well, look, I'm going to definitely encourage the one and done listeners in the future to continue listening. If they haven't already go listen to the GoPro podcast, uh, Nate and the the people over there do a great job. And I love y'all's focus. Y'all's focus is so detailed and looking at the characteristics and things like that. I, I love it. And I think that uh, hopefully we can work together more in the future. This is definitely the first podcast swap for one and done. And, and um, I'm excited to be able to do it with somebody who has the exact same uh, mindset and focus for their podcast. So Again, we really appreciate you coming on today, and we look forward to uh, hearing more from, from GoPro in the future.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me, Jackson.
0: Absolutely. So now that we got that out of the way, all right, let's talk a little bit about Nate, right? I know you're always asking other people questions You're you're asking, you know, you're listening to them today. You get to talk and I'm excited to hear what you have to say. So tell us a little bit about what it's like working for Salesforce. Tell me what it's like being an account manager there. Just give someone a, a feel for what uh Salesforce is as a company. If they're in college and they're thinking about maybe joining in the future.
1: Uh, just high level. i just joined the company maybe five months ago. And since I've joined, I haven't looked back. It, it's been absolutely amazing. And I don't mean that just financially. I think the the core values that the company tries to embody, uh, trust, customer success, innovation, equality, are all the things that they also put into action. And they do that for not only their customers, but also their employees. And so I think just the the working environment um, and the corporate culture that they've been able to create is is absolutely amazing. And not to mention just the ability to work from home has been nice um, and a lot more flexible too. So uh, it's, it's been great, Jackson.
0: Dude, that's great. So tell me, tell me about Salesforce. Tell me about the company, just high level view, right? Everyone's heard of them, but no one knows what they do. Uh, I love the LinkedIn, the messages, you guys, there's so many of y'all go back and forth talking about, we actually had (laughs) someone from Salesforce earlier from Utah on the show and he did a great job. So tell me about what Salesforce is with you. What does it look like each and every day? And what can someone expect if they hear Salesforce? What does it, what does it mean?
1: Yeah, so um, for those who don't know, Salesforce is currently the number one CRM company in the world. Um, it's a completely digital platform that allows businesses to kind of meet customers where they are, um, and it lets your, your, lets your employees work from anywhere. So um, just to backtrack what a CRM is, it basically just connects um, all the different parts of your business. So you may have a database for storing customer information, and Leads and opportunity and all of that. So Salesforce combines all that into one single source of truth. So all of your different departments are are working out of off of the same same data. So that's kind of what what we do. But um, a typical day in the life for me is is I like to get to know um, the customers that I'm managing. So I typically just reach out early in the week if there's anything that I can help facilitate to. Um, if I don't already have an in person meeting with them. Um, and and honestly the uh, The culture is very laid back, you know. Typically, we we take customers out, we treat them, uh, and we just want to find out how we can be of assistance. So, um, definitely taking more of a consultative approach, which I believe is something that I've always enjoyed doing, versus kind of that transactional used car salesman uh, type of type of background. No, no offense to any uh, car salesman out there, but that's that's kind of a day in the life. It, if you want to put
0: it that way. Absolutely. So you you know we talked earlier and you said your your region's really the southeastern region. Um Florida, yeah. Tennessee, Georgia, those kind of states. So tell me tell me what that looks like. What kind of companies do you work with and you know what what is your main focus for them each and every day? You know, I know it's a CRM, so you're talking about, you know, the yeah. relationship between like I love the way you said it. You're bringing the business to the client, you're meeting them where they are. So what does that look like for some of your businesses that you work with? What businesses are they in and how and how do you help them out and grow in, in growing their, their p and every year?
1: Man, um, so we work with, uh, or I specialize in all small to medium businesses in, in every industry. Um, I previously had a background only working with healthcare customers during the pandemic, which was crazy to say the least, but now I work with all different industries. Um, we had a a car manufacturing uh a company that manufactured the steel for like race cars and, and the local race car uh company that they had recently so we work with everyone in every department too so for example like we basically just break down a business need from the core so let's say you're having trouble um staying top of mind within your industry right so we'll um, work with your marketing department on how do we generate more leads, how do we get you all's name out there? If we're working in, you know, the financial side of things, someone's account re- uh, representative um, on how to better tailor their balance sheets or something, there's a process that can be automated there. So um the digital transformation is endless across all different departments, but I think the, the biggest thing is understanding the the need from the customer and what type of goal they're trying to accomplish. And once we kind of get an idea on their future state and where they want to be from a technology perspective, then that's kind of when we go into, uh, to prescribing, you know, here's what we've seen with other customers and how we think this could, uh, this could change your business.
0: That's awesome. You know, every, everyone needs somebody there in their corner looking out for their business. I mean, that's one of the hardest things about running any businesses really, yeah. you have to make all the decisions. So when you have somebody there in your, in your corner, that that's great. So tell me this, what, I a, what,
1: I had a question, uh, I had a question for you, um, uh, off off the record, I know we had a great conversation, and and you said that you recently got promoted to president. Uh, I just want to ask you now that you're you're kind of in the driver's seat, what has that been like?
0: Yeah, it's been you know it's been it's been crazy, and it's been fun at the same time. You know, um, I think that the biggest change is the fact that in my role being you know in charge of day to day stuff. I get to set the tempo. So whenever I feel like I have nothing to do, that's a problem because there's, there's things that need to be done and I have to be more forward thinking. Uh, you know, in my past role, it was a lot more, um, it was forward thinking in a lot of ways, but there was still a lot of the day-to-day stuff that I had to fix whenever problems came up. And, uh, the better you do on the front end, the less you have to do on the back end. And I get to spend more time thinking about kind of stuff that you do every day, right? How can we, Touch more customers. How can we let customers know what we do more efficiently in a better manner? Right. How how can we make them understand the insurance industry? That's a that's a tough one. So I get to think about things a lot like uh, from from, you know, what you're doing each and every day as well. But I do it in, in just the insurance industry. So uh, it's a lot of fun and I've really enjoyed it. we got a great group of people uh, here in at our agency and uh, it's just been a lot of fun. really enjoyed it. So thank you for asking.
1: Yeah, of course. I, I know you were in the middle of asking something as well.
0: Yeah. No, I was going to also ask you, uh, tell me, tell me a little bit, like what's a success story, right? If somebody wanted to think about, um, you know, I'm really interested maybe in Salesforce, what's a success story that you can use to maybe sell them on the fact why they want to come to work with you guys over there at Salesforce.
1: That's tough. Cause I don't want to pigeonhole myself into anyone interested in Salesforce thinking they have to go the sales route. Right. Um, so on my team, um, just background. So, my goal is to map out the customer's vision and connect adequate resources so um, i feel like for every background or every personality um, there is a position at salesforce for that Um, if you have more of a technical background there's a solution engineer piece where you're only um, going into the weeds and and really tying together what this would look like for the customer maybe if you're looking for a leadership position there are managing roles you know where you only have you know dedicated a, an account team that you oversee and kind of just manage and, and steer um but if you're more so relationship oriented um like myself i think the account executive position is is a great one they give you all the resources <laughs> along the way as far as talk tracks providing a, a an roi to the customer marketing materials you can send out to them whether it's dinner whether you really can customize and cater your way of selling to any customer that that you come in contact with, which I love. Um, and they also take a, take advantage of, or they they take into account um, employee health, right? Mental health. Like we have not sick days, but wellness days is what they call them. Like where the company wide, they just take the day off for your mental health. Um, there's a stipend each month for um, specific mental health well-being type exercises so whatever that may look like for you whether that's a massage whether that's going and get your nails done whether that's you know uh anything that promotes health and wellness i think they're on the forward thinking end of right now which is which is why i'm really excited to continue my journey with the company
0: yeah absolutely so um Tell us a little bit about your background, right? You mentioned you've been with the company for five months. Yeah. Don't, uh, skip the skip the college sports thing. I want to get to that here at the end when we talk about what made you successful because I think that's a huge piece of it. Uh, but talk to us a little bit about high school up until now. Uh, what did you do before? I mean, the point of the one and done is not how long you've been with a company, but rather how you've found your passion in life uh, whenever it comes to a career and you've really excelled at it and you meet both of those criteria. So even six months in, you can just hear your energy Uh, for working for Salesforce and and in that industry. But uh, tell us a little bit about Nate. Tell us a little bit about your background and how you ended up where you're at now.
1: Yeah, so I grew up um, in a town uh, about northeast Atlanta called Sewanee, Georgia, where uh, we're known for Chick-fil-A and football. So (laughs) uh, definitely had a a great high school experience. We were in 6A, I believe, which is like the highest classification in football in Georgia ended up going to Missouri to to play college football and also pursue a, a business degree. Um, and then while I was there, you know, had some injuries after my second year that, you know, made me focus my attention on other um, areas, like, you know, doing internships, like studying abroad, like joining various clubs to to just really find my niche and my identity outside of sports. And I think in doing those things, it kind of softened the blow when it was time for me to transition. I found my first job actually, in spite of not moving forward with the combine and with Pro Day, ended up coming back and and finishing up a second degree in sales. Um, and, and throughout that process ended up meeting one of my favorite professors of all time, uh, his name's Professor Keene, and he really spent some time with me. I don't know what he saw in me, but I'm glad he saw whatever he saw, but uh, spent some time with me outside of, out of class and, was like hey you know what do you want to get out of this where do you want to be once the end of this semester happens and we sat down and from you know salary to location to role specifics like we mapped out what that was and that was big for me because I always saw professors as you know they just want to give you a whole bunch of work and and make sure you're on your P's and, and that's it but now this guy really um, had my best interest at heart. I'm forever grateful. And and I really credit a lot of my initial and early success to that professor. So yeah, I hope, I hope that answers your question as far as previous history.
0: Absolutely. And uh, d- did you have any previous work history before you got to Salesforce?
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, after I decided not to go and move forward with Pro Day and in the draft and all that, uh, my parents were basically like, you're not coming back here. So <laughs> the first thing that we looked at, uh, me and the professor were jobs that offered housing, right? In addition to a salary and and found a sales program um, in Dallas, which is one of the places that I said I wanted to move to, um, that would also accommodate for housing, salary, food, like things like that, basically to kind of kickstart any college hires into their, their corporate base. And so um, that's where I kind of Found my foundational skills in in selling and found out that I was good at it. And it related to football really well. And that was kind of just the snowball and and what got me started.
0: Man, that's perfect. And that's a great segue too, because for the next, you know, 10 minutes here as we close out the episode, I want to start talking a little bit about what makes you special, right? What makes you who you are from a sales standpoint? Uh, What characteristics did you develop at your time in uh, Missouri? How do you attribute those to your success now? Um, so if you wouldn't mind, let's start with let's start with your football days. Talk to me a little bit about those. What what lessons did you learn and how do you apply those to business?
1: Yeah, man, I learned so much um throughout my playing days. Play college football at the University of Missouri and the SEC. What were um, you uh, what one we actually, question
0: real quick? Yeah. Were you Owen Ford four to Texas A and M in your time there?
1: Was I no, we actually beat Tech, I'm Texas. I'm one and over Texas AM.
0: <laughs> what <laughs> um, year was that?
1: That was my freshman year. Uh, I, that was the year after Johnny Manziel was yep. there. Yeah,
0: you guys um, had um, who was James Fra- was James Franklin y'all's quarterback then? No, year? that
1: was uh, Maddie Oh, uh,
0: Okay, got you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> but it brings back some good memories. But yeah, freshman sophomore year were were fantastic. I actually could not ask for a better. Um, kind of kickstart to college um, as far as playing, the way the season was going, the team camaraderie, things of that nature. Um, Where I really saw the most adversity was after my sophomore year. Ended up going up for a ball in practice and came down on the concrete and destroyed everything in my ankle. Um, And you know, you have a major injury as an athlete and you're like, okay, I can bounce back from this. Came back, did the rehab, was ready to go that next spring. Um and then tore my labrum in my shoulder the same week that I came back, and so that's when I was like, okay, I need I need some clarity. I need to to venture off and see w- what else can I add add to my repertoire. Like, what is my identity right now? Uh, and so that's what led me to study abroad, right? And, and worked it out with my coaches, mapped out a plan to do my rehab over there, um, and and right before I left, the coach at the time changed his mind and was like. I don't think you're gonna be able to do this. And I was like, man, I had to put in so much work leading up to that, that I just ended up going anyway and didn't play that entire year. And, you know, know, only missed maybe like a couple of days over the the, uh, summer of workouts. Um, And then, so I would say up to that point, just having to deal with the obstacles of injury and then also like just the politics of those big corporations, SEC football, um, that whole deal. Um, and then just also balancing that being a business major um, and, and trying to to get into the upper upper level business school and, and those courses. So I think all of those um, components just kind of established like a grit and determination that I carried, you know, carried with myself even after football.
0: Absolutely. So what, what, what do you think is the number one characteristic that you develop that's helped make you successful in your business career yeah. so far?
1: Yeah, I would say one just adaptability. So being able to change with the times, um, I think being able to remain calm and and see a situation for what it is and not more than it is is also something that you you definitely learn as an athlete. You know, when the game's not going well, you still have time to make those changes as long as you you know are able to pivot and and make the changes necessary to achieve success. So I would say first and. foremost, like number one is just adaptability and, and being able to put in whatever work it takes it may not look pretty, but it's going to be what it, what needs to get the job done. So.
0: Absolutely. So tell me a little bit about, you know, being in Salesforce, the tech, the CRM industries, what are some characteristics that maybe somebody who doesn't have the background you do of playing college football, what are some of the characteristics that will help them start off in a quick, successful manner?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Cause even going into sales, I was, you know, shocked. I was nervous. Um, I didn't know what. Didn't know a thing about technology besides connecting to Wi-Fi. But <laughs> um, but it ended up achieving you know very high success, and, and I'm talking like the top one percent of my organization. But I think it was more so just one coming in with an open mind, um, two willingness to learn, and well, I was would, I wouldn't even say willingness. To, I would say willingness to leave my comfort zone. You know i think growth demands a temporary surrender of security that a lot of people aren't willing to give up i think being able to leave your comfort zone and then just being able to put in the work so the work ethic you know once once they give you step one and two you know are you going to do that tonight or are you going to wait you know a couple days and do that later on and then that will determine you know how fast steps three four and five come so i think just breaking it down in, in its simplest form um those three things I feel like our paramount to success.
0: Well, if you like any of that information, you got to go check out the GoPro podcast. Right? <laughs> there's more. There's a lot more where that came from. Uh, great breakdown. I really love the characteristics and and I love hearing from from college athletes who were successful, played at a very high level, um, because you can see the competitive nature. Right? I, I saw your answer in there that you hate to lose. That's me too. I mean, I think all good people hate to lose more than they love to win. Love all the people out there yeah. that, that said the opposite, <laughs> but, uh, you know, there's something about hating to lose that motivates you to be successful. And, and that's what athletes have a lot of time. That's what really good people in business have as well. The desire to be better than someone else to work harder than them. Uh, those are really big characteristics. So man, the last question I have for you today, before we kind of conclude uh show number one, we're definitely having you back on. That's, that's for sure. The last question I want to ask you, I want to relate it to your, your days of playing football. So you know, first day of practice, freshman year, you walk out on the field. You think you're probably super important, right? Going out there from a six A high school, then you realize everyone else is, is is just as good, if not better than you. They've been there multiple years, working out hard. Um, you see them, you immediately have to think of how can I separate myself from those around me, right? So the coaches notice me and I get play time. Focus that answer on a business setting, right? You walk into a new business, you're the new guy. How do you separate yourself from those around you? What does that process look like to separate yourself to help you find that success early?
1: Yeah, no, great question, Jackson. Um, I think it's a couple of things. I think number one, finding a mentor is gonna be super, super important. Um, there's nothing like you know, finding someone that's already doing what you're trying to do or at least some variation of it. That's how you learn, that's how you grow, um, and that's how you do it at a, at a rapid rate. I would say two, is, is taking a growth mindset versus a goal mindset. And that's something that um, I think is ingrained in us as as athletes, you know, constantly, we're um, compared on metrics and and numbers, stats, times, etc. So we're constantly looking for that, that validation and in, in, in tangible evidence, right. But if you can take that growth mindset for the, the early phase or the early stage of, of whatever you're trying to pursue. It's going to lay that foundation um, as far as the little things that that need to be successful for. So when those come, when when the big things do come, that foundation is there to, to hold you in the right place. And I would say number three is just focus on what's what's kind of the non negotiable in, in this area, like what's what's in my control and like what is the number one like metric that i'm responsible for so just to put it in plain terms if it's receiver you know at the end of the day it's catching the ball right um if, if, it, if it's pitching you know end of the day is is making sure to, uh the hitter then uh get on get on the bases right so i feel like just taking the high level okay if it's sales it, it's my number and then backtracking from that so i would say those those three pieces of advice uh the mentor growth mindset versus goals. And then, um, focusing on, you know, the high level, what's the, what's in my control.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Every, every salesperson has to focus on those things. Every person in the individual level has, like you said, everybody can have a lot of priorities, but you can only have one main priority. And so I think it's very important that, uh, you know, everyone have that kind of focus. I think that's important. I really appreciate you sharing that. I think your background, uh, shows that you obviously have an ability to do that both in sports and in business. And it's important for young people to get out there. I mean, they're competing, right? There's a, there's a lot of uh, competing going on in the job market and hopefully they can come yep. to the one and done podcast and the GoPro podcast to learn more about how to separate themselves. So Nate, I really appreciate you coming on the show. We really look forward to having you back soon and uh good luck to you in the GoPro podcast.
1: Awesome. Thanks Jackson. I had a blast. Um, one and done family. It was, it was great spending time with you today and, and, Jackson, um, look out for that email because I'm going to definitely have you on the GoPro podcast. So I'm excited for when that day
0: comes. Absolutely, man. (laughs) We're looking forward to it over here as well. Appreciate you.
1: Perfect. Well, take it easy, man.
0: Thanks for listening to the podcast today. Be sure to rate our podcast and leave a review. Also make sure to check us out on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook at one and done podcast.